0: Hello and welcome to The Great Gildersleeve from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors.
1: The Kraft Foods Company presents Harold Perry as The Great Gildersleeve. The Great Gildersleeve is brought to you by the Kraft Foods Company, makers of parquet margarine. Millions of women all over America serve parquet because it tastes so good. And now, in many states, you can buy this delicious parquet margarine in yellow quarter-pound sticks. Yes, the same spread that tastes so good now comes in handy quarter-pound sticks already colored a rich golden yellow and ready to serve. That's parquet, P-A-R-K-A-Y. Parquet Marger and made by Kraft. Well, for the last few weeks now, the great Gildersleeve has been playing the role of amateur detective. A few days ago he surprised everyone, including himself, by actually capturing a jewel thief. That night, the astounded citizens of Summerfield could scarcely believe their ears when they heard over their radios. Throckmorton Morton P. Gildersleeve, local water commissioner, became the hero of Summerfield tonight when he captured Gold Tooth Ferguson, notorious jewel thief. We are fortunate tonight in having this courageous citizen in our WSUM studios. At Ladies and gentlemen, I give you Throckmorton Morton P. Gildersleeve. Good evening, ladies. Uh, Mr. Gildersleeve, step a little closer to the microphone. Oh, closer. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Uh, Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. (laughs) Thank you, Leroy. Now sit down. (laughs) That's my little nephew. Mr. Gildersleeve. Eh? Summerfield is very proud of you tonight for trapping this dangerous criminal. It wasn't so much. I just captured him single-handed, that's all. (laughs) Mr. Gildersleeve, would you mind telling us in your own words just how you did it? In my own words? Not at all. You see, I disguised myself as Eddie the gardener, and there I was, hiding in the petunia bed, when, oop, oh, 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 dropped my script. Excuse <laughs> There. Oop, oh, wrong page. <laughs> well, <clears throat> there I was, hiding in the petunia bed, when I saw the suspicious character. Well, I coolly adjusted my putty nose, then Thank I... Thank you, Mr. Gillespie. Huh? Sorry, our time is up. But... And now the Summerfield Bottling Works brings you moments of melody, but... featuring Mervyn Hostetter and his glass blowers. Who? can't do this to me. I just started. Ladies and gentlemen, there I was in the petunia bed. Oh, come on, Leroy. Let's
0: go home. Gee, Uncle, look at the paper. They got your picture right on the front page.
1: Yeah, that's me, all right. <laughs> and a big story, too.
0: Aren't you excited, Uncle Moore?
1: Well... You
0: uh... look so young in that picture.
1: Well, that picture was taken a few years ago. <laughs> When I was at Princeton.
0: Oh, I wondered why you were wearing bell bottom pants.
1: Yeah, they were all the rage then.
2: You were so slender, too.
1: Oh, well, I guess I was a little thinner. Yeah. Leroy.
2: You ought to get some extra copies of the paper, Uncle.
1: Extra copies? Well, I might pick up a few. Well, children, Sherlock Holmes Gildersleeve still has his job at the water department, you know. Better hurry if I'm going to catch my bus.
2: Want some more
0: hotcakes, Miss Gilley? No, thank you, Bertie.
1: Have to go to work now.
0: Hey, Bertie, look at this picture in the paper. Picture? Yeah, right there. Who's that? That's Uncle.
3: Huh? That skinny man is you, Miss (laughs) Gilley?
1: Well, Bertie, of course that picture was taken a few years ago. A few? Mm
3: -hmm. (laughs) Mister Gilley, when that picture was taken, even I was skinny.
1: Wasn't that long ago? Oh, well, gotta catch that bus. Bell bottom trousers, coats of navy blue. Uh, Where's that old bus at, hurry? These papers are getting kind of heavy. Maybe I shouldn't have bought three dozen. <laughs> Good morning, driver. Good morning. Uh, like to see one of these newspapers. Got my picture on it Read while I'm driving. They uh, ought to pension him off. The bus, too. Hey, who's that girl sitting back there? She's pretty could sit down next to her. No, that would be too obvious with all these empty seats. Besides, the bus driver is watching me. I could sit across the aisle from her, though. Mm-hmm. She is cute. Wish she'd look over here. Uh, 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 uh. <laughs> Darn it, she won't look. Morning, she looked. Good uh, Good morning. Good morning. Yeah, Nice day, isn't it? Yes. Yep, yeah,
0: sure
1: is. <laughs> uh, you're a stranger here in town, aren't you? Yes. Hmm. Not very talkative. Must be from Vermont.
4: <laughs>
1: Care for a morning paper, miss? I've got lots of
0: them. Oh, are you a newsboy? Huh?
1: <laughs> uh, no, 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 I'm not selling them. I, I want to give you one. Oh. Uh, yeah. uh, there you are.
0: Thank
1: you. Right, all right. <laughs> Mind if I sit next to you? The sun's in my eyes over here.
0: Well, all right.
1: There, I made it. I mean, that's better.
0: <laughs>
1: Go ahead and read your paper. Don't let me bother you.
0: All right.
1: Yeah, pretty interesting story on the front page there. What? Right there. Eastern jewel thief captured by clever work of local detectives. Oh. There's the detective's picture, too. Oh, yes. Yeah. Look like anybody you know?
0: No. I don't believe I know any college boys.
1: College? No, 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 that's me. What? (laughs) Well, it was taken several years ago, about 20. (laughs) Uh
0: (laughs) Oh, I see. Why, it says here that you captured this dangerous criminal all by yourself.
1: Yep, single-handed.
0: Oh, it must be thrilling work being a detective.
1: Uh, Just a sideline with me. I'm really the water commissioner here in Summerfield. Throckmorton P. Gildersleeve. Oh. Yeah. After working at the water department, being a detective is a pipe. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> well, Mr. Gildersleeve, I'll have to read this story. I'm sure it's very exciting.
1: Well, the newspaper left a lot of it out. I could tell you the real story. Oh, I'd like to hear it. Good. Well, first I disguised myself as the gardener, and there I was hiding in the petunia bed. Yes. Well, suddenly I... Oh, excuse huh? huh? I
0: have to get off here. Tolkien Hogan Brothers.
1: What? Goodbye, Mr. Gildersleeve. But, miss, young lady.
4: Better luck next time, Buster. Uh,
1: Let me off at the next corner.
2: Oh, good morning, Mr. Gildersleeve.
1: Uh, Good morning, Bessie.
2: Oh, I've been reading about you this morning. You're a regular hero. Yeah,
1: thank you. And I
2: saw your picture in the paper, too. Gee, you look cute in bell-bottom pants. <laughs>
1: yeah, well, better get to work. Here's
2: the morning mail, Mr. Gildersleeve.
1: Thank you, Bessie. Just put it here on my desk. Oh, uh, don't feel like working today, Bessie. Bessie, something very unusual happened on the bus this morning.
2: Oh, did a man get up and give a woman his seat? Yeah. <laughs> oh,
1: my goodness, no, Bessie. Something wonderful happened. I met the most beautiful girl. Oh. Yeah. Just the kind of girl I've always dreamed of meeting. Sweet, attractive, lovely smile. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
4: <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: but we met for just a fleeting moment, Bessie. Then she folded her tent like the Arabs and silently stole away.
2: She had a tent on the back? <laughs> Figure
1: of speech, Bessie. Longfellow.
0: Oh.
1: I'll probably never see her again. Well, that's life. Let's face the task at hand, Bessie. I'd better open the morning mail. Yes,
2: sir.
1: Uh, I'll answer that. Summerfield Water Department.
2: Mr. Gildersleeve? Yes? This is the girl you met this morning.
1: What? Oh, the girl on the bus. Well, I didn't expect you to call, so, uh, hello. How are you?
0: Oh, Mr. Gildersleeve, I'm so glad you're there. What? I need your help. You do? Yes.
1: I'll be right over. I mean, where are you?
0: I'm at Hogan Brothers. I, oh, just a minute. What's the matter? There's a man coming over here. Oh, goodbye.
1: Hello? Hello? She hung up. What? She was the girl on the bus. Yeah, why? She's at Hogan Brothers' department store, and she needs my help.
2: Well, maybe she wants you to help her carry her packages. Yeah. No. <laughs> Bessie,
1: she's in some kind of trouble. That's why she called me. I told her I was a detective. Oh. Yes, sir. Bessie, it looks like the great Gilder sleuth has another case. Not very crowded in Hogan Brothers today. Oh, well, things are bad all over. Be able to find her if she's still in here. I'll see her. Now, let's see, Gildersleeve. You're a detective. You should be able to figure this thing out. She hung up when she heard that man coming. Why was she afraid of him? Maybe he was a gangster. Wonder if he's still lurking around here. Oop. There's a funny looking man in that phone booth over there. I'll sneak up on him. He might be the one, all right. He's probably got a gun. I'll just. Zeef, she's coming out.
0: Well, hello, Gilday. Hello, Judge. Well, what's our great detective doing here at Hogan, brother?
1: Well, if you must know, Judge, I'm on a new case. I'm trying to find a woman. Oh, that's nothing new,
4: Gilday. You've been trying to find a woman for years. I
1: tell you, Judge, this is something serious. I met this beautiful girl this morning. She phoned me from here a few minutes ago. Then she suddenly hung up. You know what I think, Judge? I think a gangster is after her. What? Well, she said there was a man... Judge? Yeah. Look at that man over there. Where? Right there. He looks mighty suspicious to me. What's he sneaking around here for? He keeps walking up and down that aisle.
0: You big boob, that's the floor walker. Yes. <laughs> floor
1: walker? <laughs> oh, yes, I didn't see the gardenia in his buttonhole.
0: <laughs> what a detective. Goodbye, Sherlock Nobody
4: Holmes. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Oh, dear. What could have happened to that girl? I looked in every department in Hogan Brothers. I know she's in some kind of trouble. If I could whoop! Oop! There she is, coming out of Peavy's. Oh, Miss! Miss!
4: Here I am! She got on that butt. Miss! Miss!
1: Darn it, she got away. Now what am I going to say? I wonder if she said anything to Peavy. me? What can I do you? I just saw that girl come out of here. Oh, is that so? She's uh, rather attractive, isn't she? Peavy, there's a man after that girl. Yeah? <laughs> I bet I know who he is.
4: <laughs>
1: no, Peavy, you don't understand. This is important. I've got to find that girl, and you can help me. I want to cross-examine you. How's that? Cross-examine. That's the way we detectives piece things together. Oh, oh. Now, let's see now. Let's start from the beginning. How did she look when she came in? <laughs> Pretty good. <laughs> I don't mean that. Did she look worried? Well uh didn't she didn't look worried? I didn't say that. Then she did look worried? I didn't say that either. Well, let's skip it. When she came in, did she say anything to you? Yes, she did. What? She said, Give me a cup of coffee. Oh, is that all? That's all. No donuts, just
4: coffee. <laughs>
1: Peavy, I don't care about the coffee. I guess she didn't either. She only drank about half of it. All right. Now, look, I've got to get some information about that girl, Peavy. Some clues. When she walked out of here, did she leave anything? Mm, Well, I... Think, Peavy. Concentrate. Well, come to think of it, she did leave something. She did? What? She left a nickel for the coffee. Oh,
4: (laughs) Phoebe, you're
1: a big help. Well, no, I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't either. I've got to find that girl.
3: lawyer, merchant, chief, rich man. Bertie, what
1: are you doing? Counting
3: buttons? <laughs> <laughs> Nothing, Mr. Wall. I've counted the people I know who like parquet margarine. Judge Hooker, he's the lawyer. Merchant, that's Mr. Peavy, and then there's some... oh, Well,
1: it doesn't make any difference who you name, Bertie. Everybody likes things that taste good. And believe me, parquet margarine is delicious.
3: I know it, Mr. Wall. Last night, I used parquet in a casserole dish, and I thought Mr. Gildersleeve would never stop eating. My, you should see that man waiting. Gildy
1: likes things well-flavored, all right, and he feels pretty strongly about economy and quality, too.
3: And parquet pleases him both ways. You should see that man waiting. Parquet
1: margarine pleases everybody when it comes to economy and quality. After all, it's the margarine of craft quality. It's made from only the choice products of American Farms. And every delicious pound is enriched with 15,000 units of essential vitamin A.
3: And when you stop and think that parquet costs only about half as much as the most expensive spread, my, my.
1: Yes, Bertie, you can go right down the list. The wives of all kinds of men from all parts of the country, they all like the quality and economy of parquet. Doctor,
3: lawyer, merchant, why, everybody likes parquet margarine because it tastes so good.
1: (laughs) That's P-A-R-K-A-Y, parquet margarine made by Kraft. And remember, in many states you can buy parquet in yellow quarter pound sticks. looks as though the great detective Gildersleeve is on another case, a very mysterious one. Who is the girl on the bus? Who is she running away from? And why did she disappear? That's what the great Gildersleeve would like to know. Just can't understand this thing, Bessie. I wonder what kind of trouble that girl is in.
2: I don't know, Mr. Gildersleeve.
1: What made her run out of a Hogan Brothers department store like that?
2: Maybe there was a sale across the street.
1: (laughs) Thank you very much, Bessie. You're welcome. Uh, well, I guess the best thing to do is wait here at the water department. Maybe she'll call me back.
2: Uh, Mr. Gildersleeve? Yes? Uh, while we're waiting, can I go down and get a malt? Yes. Yeah. Thanks a lot.
1: How can that girl drink so many malts?
4: <sighs>
1: uh, guess I ought to do some work. But how can I keep thinking about that girl on the bus? What if she really is in trouble. Hmm. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. All this excitement is wearing me out. Might as well lean back and relax for a while.
4: Ooh, lean too far. Oh. Ooh, my head. I can see stars. Well, there's the Big Dipper. <laughs>
1: I hear music too. Pretty. Better get up. Yeah. Have to get this chair fixed someday. Hmm. My head feels funny. Wonder who that is. Come in.
0: Over, it's you. Yes.
1: Are you alone? Alone? Yes. Betty's, Bessie's getting them all, too. Good. I looked for you at Hogan Brothers. Shh. Hmm?
0: They might be listening. They? Yes, Mr. Gildersleeve. I must talk to you.
1: Of course. Sit down. No,
0: there's no time. They're after me. They are? Who? Blackie Nolan and his gang. Blackie Nolan? Yes. I got away from him this morning. He's after this package.
4: Oh? He is?
0: It's very valuable. Blackie would do anything to get it. He'd even commit murder. Murder? Yes. Will you keep it for me?
1: Why, uh, Me? Me?
0: Well, that moment... Oh, you will do this for me, won't you, Mr. Gildersleeve?
1: (laughs) Give me that package.
0: (laughs) Oh, Mr. Gildersleeve, it's wonderful of you to do this. Well? You are very
1: sweet. Oh, shucks.
0: I should reward you with a kiss But I haven't time Mm
4: -hmm. Goodbye, Mr.
0: Gildersleeve But, miss,
1: when will I see you?
0: Tonight, meet me at Hogan Brothers at midnight At midnight? The side door will be open But Please don't fail me Goodbye Goodbye
1: Oh, brother, how do I get into these things? Hogan Brothers at midnight And she said Blackie Nolan would commit murder to get this package Well, anyhow, she's safe She hasn't got it. I've got it. (laughs) I've got it.
2: Well, it's 12 o'clock, Mr. Gildersleeve.
1: Yes. Thanks for coming with me tonight, Bessie.
2: Oh, that's all right. I wanted to come to Hogan Brothers anyhow. What? What? Well, they're having a hat sale tomorrow, and this is a good time to pick one out. Oh, my goodness. Pick out a hat at midnight? Well, sure. And if I find one I like, I'll leave a deposit with the night watchman. But, Bessie, we're
1: supposed to be solving a mystery.
2: Oh, yes. And isn't it exciting? Just like one of those mystery programs on the radio. Hmm? Well, you know, the private eye and his girl assistant. Of course, this is different. And those girls are always dumb.
4: <laughs>
1: yeah, they're always dumb. The side door must be down this alley. Keep close to me now, Bessie. Yes, sir. Quiet now. Here's the door. Says employees only, but let's go in anyway. What? Skip it, Bessie. Come on. Oh, brother. Sure looks different in here at night. Just that little light on.
2: Yes, kind of scary.
1: I wonder where that girl is. don't see her anywhere. Miss. Oh, <laughs> oh. oh Miss. may have her locked up here someplace.
2: Shall we go home, Mr. Gildersleeve?
1: Yeah. No, Bessie. She needs my help, and I'm going to find her. Yes, sir. Quiet now. The gang might be hiding in the shadows. Come on.
2: We'll tiptoe. Yes, sir.
1: We'll start looking on the first floor, and Bessie, there's the gang.
2: Oh.
1: Four men with rifles. Don't shoot, fellas. (laughs)
2: Oh,
1: they're just dummies.
2: (laughs) We're in the sporting goods department.
1: Yeah, four men aiming at one little rabbit.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Bessie, better stop and map out a plan of action. All right. We can sit down here on the escalator. We'll have to be systematic about this, Bessie. We have the whole store to cover, so.
2: Mister Gildersleeve?
1: Hmm.
2: You want to go up to the second floor?
1: Second floor, no.
2: Well, that's where we're going. Oops! Someone started the escalator. Let's get off of this thing, Bessie.
1: Here. We'll have to work fast before they catch up with us. We must have her hidden here someplace. You take that aisle over there, I'll take this one. Yes, sir. Now keep both your eyes open, Bessie.
2: Oh, I will, Mr.
1: Gildersleeve. Mel Bottom Oh, some Wonder where they're hiding that girl. Bessie,
2: where are you? Oh, I'm in the kitchenware department. Where are you, Mr. Gildersleeve?
1: I'm in ladies' bathing suits. <laughs> Dark in here. Wonder where Bessie is now. Bessie. 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 Yeah. Bessie's voice is changing. That wasn't Bessie. I got the girl, Blackie. Good. Yes. Now, let's get that amateur flatfoot. Amateur flatfoot? That's me. i it'll go away. Now, I got two girls to rescue. Where can I go? What's this? Men's suit department. will stand next to these clothing dummies. Good thing I've got on my new spring suit. He's over here someplace, Blackie. Yeah, we'll find him. Imagine that goop bringing the package right to us. Yeah, what a sucker. Ha, <laughs> ha. <laughs>
0: over there. See, look over there in the men's department. Okay, Blackie.
1: Eve, he's coming over here. I'll stand real still. I'll be a dummy.
0: And when you find him, don't play with him. I won't. I'll slap
1: him silly with this blackjack. <laughs> now I know you're around here someplace, Flatfoot, and I'm gonna find you.
0: <laughs> See anybody?
1: Nah. Nothing over here but a lot of clothing dummies. That's what he thinks. <laughs> Look at this fat dummy with the mustache.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
1: what a stomach. Much besides 48. 47. Did you say something, Blackie? What? No, I never said nothing. Well, somebody did. One of these dummies ain't a dummy.
4: <laughs>
1: Come on, now. Come on, which one of you guys is faking?
4: <laughs> so you
1: won't talk, huh? Well, I'm gonna tickle every one of you. I'll start on the end here. No, he ain't ticklish. How about this one in a blue suit? Now... How about you, Fatso?
4: <laughs>
1: you ticklish in the ribs?
4: <laughs> well, you're the one laughing, boy. Oh, wait a minute. I got him right Go, not let him have it. Okay. What? <laughs> Mr. Gildersleeve. <laughs> Mr. Gildersleeve. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh.
0: it's you the girl on the bus yes where am i you're in your office it looks as though you fell out of your chair and bumped your head oh
1: no wonder i had that horrible dream but you did call me and say you were in trouble yes
0: i did i left a package on the bus this morning and i thought you might have found it oh
1: is that all but
0: everything's all right the bus driver brought it into hogan brothers just as i was phoning you oh so that's why you hung up well, I hope I haven't caused you any inconvenience.
1: Inconvenience? No. I like falling on my head.
0: <laughs> well, goodbye, Mr. Gildersleeve. But, miss,
1: when will I see you again?
0: Well, I take the bus every morning, 9 o'clock. Well,
1: see you tomorrow, 9 o'clock. Goodbye. Goodbye. <sighs> Better sit down. My head still hurts. Well, anyway, it turned out all right. Got to clean it with a girl. I'll see you tomorrow morning. <laughs>
4: uh,
1: just lean back and think about her. God, she's beautiful. She's here. I go again.
4: Ouch! My head.
1: Wonder what I'll dream about this time. <laughs> The great Gildersleeve will be back on his feet in just a minute. Have you heard the good news, ladies? In all states where laws permit, you can now get yellow parquet. Yes, parquet. The same delicious spread with a wonderful flavor now comes in handy quarter-pound sticks already colored a rich golden yellow. You'll find yellow parquet costs a little more, largely because of the federal coloring tax. But it's a real saving for you in time and trouble. Try the new yellow parquet in quarter-pound sticks. Remember, where state laws permit, you can get this delicious spread, golden yellow, ready to serve. Of course, you can still buy white parquet at the low economy price. That's P-A-R-K-A-Y, parquet margarine made by Kraft. Uh, good morning, P.B. Yeah, hello, Mr. Gildersleeve. How's your great detective this morning? Well, PV, I'm through with being a detective. How's okay. that? Yes, sir. I've been neglecting my duties in the water department these last few weeks.
0: Yes, yes, you have.
1: Well, that's yes. all over now. I'm returning to my regular work. And I bet things will run a lot better in the water department now that I'm back on the job. Well, well no, no I, I wouldn't say, say that. Fooled <laughs> <laughs> you, didn't I, PV? <laughs> Good night, folks. <laughs> The Great Gildersleeve is played by Harold Perry. The show is written by Dean Stone and Jack Robinson with music by Jack Meacham. Be sure to listen in next Wednesday and every Wednesday for the further adventures of The Great Gildersleeve. you like this pleasant, quick way of making leftovers more delicious. Just add a little craft-prepared mustard and you add a lot of tang. Hidden flavors in boiled ham, sausage, most any meat, pop right out. Every bite tastes better. Now you can get two kinds of craft mustard. Salad mustard, delicately spiced for those who prefer a milder flavor, and craft mustard with snappy horseradish added. Have both kinds in your pantry. Then with every meat dish, hot or cold, just add a little mustard and you'll add a lot of tang. Craft Prepared mustard. This is NBC, the National Broadcasting Company.